0: Yo, let's get this cold open started. Welcome to the Harley Harley podcast. And here we go. Not that many subjects today, but this is the cold open. And you know what? Let's get this rolling. You are listening to Harley with your host, Gary Allen. Yo, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good night. Welcome to the Harley podcast. Now, for those of y'all who listened to last week's episode, it was like two hours. Just me going on and on, which don't get used to that. That is not normal. OK, I don't I don't normally make podcasts that long. I try to make my podcast at least an hour. That is that is the length, like the average length that I would like my podcast to be. Okay that's what I want to do, but, um uh, I just had a lot to say, I guess, at that point, um, I think it was a really just a lot to talk about, and, um, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else to be said about that subject, I just feel like, you know, I just had a lot a lot of stuff to say. It was a lot of stuff to get into. But now it is a new week. It is a new day. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life for me. Say so, no, let me stop. Okay. Um okay, I don't actually have that many things to talk about um this week. Nothing like, you know, that really piques my interest. Um But I do want to say something. First of all, the Valentina merch came out. Um, I mean, well, y'all know about the Valentina merch. I'm pretty sure I announced that last week and talked about it. The Valentina merch dropped for Valentine's Day It came out and my order has gotten here um, today and it looks fucking amazing. It looks so good. I'm so happy. I got the premium sweatshirt, man's premium sweatshirt, which I you might as well. It's that's really unisex. Like get the sweatshirt, even though it says man's, who cares? Um, the premium sweatshirt is like it's really fucking good. I really love it. It looks so good. Ink, like, shout out to you and shout out to Ink Thunder they really did such a good job illustrating Valentina and bringing her to life the way that I wanted. Oh my gosh. Like I really awesome, awesome stuff. And I actually just got another commission from them. Um, just the other day where they illustrated one of my superhero characters who I'm not going to tell you all about because it's not his time to be brought to the forefront. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of protective over my ideas, and there's no shame in that. Um, So, yeah, but uh, they commissioned um, the character for me, and it looks so good. It looks so fucking good, y'all. Like, whew. Ink, you are an amazing artist. You are an amazing artist, and I cannot wait to see the path that you go down in the future. And speaking of that... um speaking of going down in the future and art and stuff like that I have been in putting a YouTube video in the works for this entire week and I don't want to talk about it too too much but I guess that doesn't really matter um I want to because I I think I've said many times that I'm I, I don't want to be a YouTuber. Um I think I de- I I definitely did want to be a YouTuber in the past but I think that At the end of the day, I would only like to use YouTube to build my audience and be like be the means that I I build my audience uh, on other things, you know, for other things. So, um, you know, that's why I kind of. Well, I'm not gonna say that I didn't make YouTube videos simply because I just didn't wanna be a YouTuber, didn't want to be known as a YouTuber. I didn't make YouTube videos because like I've been in very hectic situations, being kicked out of houses and not knowing where I'm gonna go, not knowing where I'm gonna live, not having an overall stable household to where I would even feel comfortable to even set up a YouTube video being around people who I don't feel comfortable making YouTube videos around, etc. And that's why I really have been making that in in lack of inspiration as well. You'll see, but I have been making a YouTube video and It's basically me drawing every day from now on. Like, it's it's indefinite. I'm going, even if I don't record a YouTube video for the drawing, I'm going to be drawing every day from now on. It's about that time. I have spent so much time wishing I could be as good as an artist as I see other people. I spent so much time wishing that I wrote down, wrote out my scripts for my stories and my comic books and my heroes and stuff like that i spent so much time wishing i could do these things and imagining you know the happiness that i would feel once i actually did them instead of actually doing it and i'm tired of that it's about time that i i get to work it's about time that i become the artist that i'm meant to be i i I have. I'm drawing every day, and even though I'm not reading my writing book every day, I'm going to start reading that more often. Um, the the real deal is for the video, and from now on, is to draw every day. But I also want to start writing and reading every day as well, on those books and whatnot. So, um, yeah, and you know what, um, speaking of like reading books and stuff like that, I was talking to Ink Thunder about you know uh, about me drawing every day and like about the the video I did, and also like just asking advice on how to get better at drawing and they said something very 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 interesting and and something that i think is literally life changing for me and that is uh, let me uh let me see they said hold up I'm sorry for the dead air. I'm just trying to find the thing because if you are, no matter, even if you're not a writer or an artist, I think that this is good advice for all of you. If you're trying to learn something, if you're trying to pick up something and you're trying to like work on your passion. And you get got books and, and whatnot to try to study, those, especially like because for me, books feel a little bit more official and secure than YouTube videos and whatnot. So that's another reason why I got books. But they said, OK, tip for studying from books. Don't just read cover to cover. Use the index. Read what you're looking for. Put it down. You want to learn a shade? Find the page of shading. Read it. Make notes. Put the book away. If you try if you try to go cover to cover, you'll just forget it all. Unlike um, I don't know, The Hobbit or Harry Potter or a fiction book, you can't just sit and read for the sake of reading. You're reading to learn. And when you read too much, your brain won't take it all in. I think that speaks to me so much. Like I have had a struggle with because I've tried to read my books. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't just I didn't just, you know. Buy them and then never, you know, touch them. Like, I try to read them, and I feel like the only way that I can ever describe it is being boring and me being lazy. But I think one thing that really is one of the reasons why I'm unable to read those books is because I try to read them from cover to cover. I try to, I mean, from page to page. Like, I try to just go through the book and read it, and like, you know, as if it's like some course when it's not. I think, and they think, ink that is it. It just is so much easier and and better to to read exactly what you're looking for. And that's the only thing that I realized is when you're learning to draw, there's no actual like order uh, of illustration or like you know there's no order of what you need to learn there's not even an order of what you need to start off with when you draw. well there's somewhat is but like not really like but in terms of learning like there's no specific order you don't have to learn perspective and then learn gesture and then learn construction and stuff like that you learn what you want to learn and now that i understand that i can start applying that to everything i can start everything that i'm that i'm trying to learn i can start like learning it the way I want like for 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 starters the one thing that I want to learn above everything is anatomy I I want to learn anatomy first because I want my characters to be like I just want them to have a good anatomy anatomy I want them to be dynamic I want my illustrations to be dynamic and I want to I want to like my art style that I have in my head which is really just a combination of the things that I like from other artists and other art styles is uh, but one day i'm going to evolve it into being my own of course but one of the like my art style i want to obviously my main thing is taking from like people and artists like adam hughes and Norman rockwell rockwell i want that 50s retro 60s style art you know with the big smiles and big faces and like like over the top uh, over exaggerated energy but at the same time I want the the like the detail and perspective skills of Kim jong Gi. Like I want all of that, as well as in in, in manga and and Japanese uh, animation and whatnot. The the vehicles and the design of their of their vehicles and their worlds is so like, for example, with with the vehicles specifically. The only way that I can really describe it is bubbly. Like a lot of their vehicles look like bubbly like they look round I feel like like you know on Dragon Ball Z like the first or Dragon Ball the first episode and stuff like that maybe even Dragon Ball Z as well if you look at Bulma's bike or in like vehicles inside that cartoon period like it's the, the vehicles are like detailed and like bubbly and like I just really it's really something about that that I really really like and really really admire and then at the same time in these mangas they have extremely detailed lands and landmarks and buildings and whatnot. And I fucking love that. Like I'm taking, these are the things that I'm taking. I'm taking away those. That's what I'm taking away from manga. Also, another thing I'm taking away from manga is the action. Like the action is so, I want to say vocal, but that's not the right word. It's just on display. So well, like, they 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 display action through like symbols and exclamation points and like crashes and like just big big detail and i really really love that and oh my gosh i'm not about to go into too much detail about all of the things that i would have taken away but i know that my art style is going to be fucking awesome and that's another thing is just like i said when you're trying to learn how to draw better and like you just go to what you want to learn first and you practice that and then move on to the next thing or whatever you want to learn. I think the same goes with developing your art style. I think that you need to go to everything that you like. Like I I just named off a few things that I like, like a few particular things that I like out of specific artists and and art styles. I will now be able to go and, and try to apply those things one by one at whichever one i want starting with 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 whichever one i want i'm going to be able to try to practice and apply those things until i feel like i am like i can apply them comfortably and next thing you know with enough practice and enough and enough applying all of those things that i like next thing you know i got my own art style like giving more time giving more practice and make it and making it my own and now i have my own art style you know I think that that's another thing that is like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really geeks. <laughs> I'm really geeked for y'all to see this YouTube video. I started off slow, started off small. I didn't try to apply any um, any of these methods or, or like, you know, any of this advice yet inside, the, inside this week's or next week's YouTube video. But the one after that, I'm going to try to apply this. I want to start, um, I want to start doing this. I want to start going one by one like going to a certain page reading and talking about it and stuff like that and y'all see y'all see i consider these vlogs because that's what you know that's really what they are i feel like you know it's actually a vlog like i'm talking about stuff and also showing a bit of my life um speaking of that uh i am supposed to i'm supposed to be um figuring out a place where i'm going to live and i recently got a um a call from this uh, apartment building that I thought had scammed me. And they, they, some, for some reason, they chose now when I was looking for a place and didn't know where I was going to go to call me and tell me that, you know, they're still available and like, if I want to come in. So I think that that's a really good sign. And I'm, I think I'm about to go and move in there. And it's, it's only a matter of time. Like I'm about to try to do that as soon as possible they, they don't normally be in the office, so they haven't really been answering for real, but I'm calling them every day so that somebody can answer. I've been leaving voicemails and whatnot, and I really can't wait to do that. I really can't wait to start making YouTube videos and doing these things by myself and in my own, own place. Like, y'all don't know what that means to me. Like, I have been in situations where... I have felt, I have, I have felt uncomfortable where I'm, where I'm staying. I have felt over controlled. I have felt, um, I've been kicked out. I felt unwelcome. I have been feeling like I haven't had a stable place to live since I like started high school. Really? Like everybody, even before that, really, but like, to the point, I guess people start to like treat you a little bit older. It's funny how people like treat you like you're not a kid being like thinking that they can treat you any type of way cruelly and then try to treat you like a kid as well as if you're supposed to treat everybody like they're yours, like they're your elder or something or your superior, like have some respect or do this or do that. You don't talk about this situation. You're not allowed to have an opinion on the situation to give your two cent and da 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 like it's weird that they that they do that that they can treat you like a kid while not treating you like a kid but anyway i am i i have had to deal with shit like this for a very long time and it's been really stressful i've been really tired of it and i think that it's poetic justice that i get my own place and finally be on my own and never have to ask anybody for anything ever and I'm so I'm so happy and I'm so excited. Penny Street is still going well and it's getting better. I'm I'm getting more used to it. It's gonna grow and it's just gonna be something so huge. Like 2021, even if it is the pandemic going on, I I've gotten used to it and I'm gonna make this my fucking year. Penny Street. I'm 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 shooting for 10k by the end of of this year on Penny Street. I want to make. I mean I mean for my own personal account as well. Like I want to make this something that is huge. Like it's something that's supposed to be for artists It's supposed to be a, a, a really, really good thing. And I have no doubt in my mind that, that it, with, you know, my ideas and like where my, my, my interests lie, I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to become something fantastic. But um, yeah, I'm going to be getting my own place soon. And I'm going to move out of here. With my, I've been rooming, rooming with my sister for the past couple of months. Before that, I was like, I had to stay inside my friend's house. Um, And, like, I was there for, like, two months, I believe, because I had got kicked out of my mama's house because of a situation that was ridiculous. And, you know, that's fine now. And that's behind me. I I realized, actually, I want to talk about something, actually. Um. And maybe I'm, I'm kind of putting my business out there a little bit, but that's fine. Uh, I realized the other day that my prom was probably one of the worst days of my life. And there's a lot of reasons. Um, I wrote, I literally wrote it down, um, because it was just like, I, I mean, I hadn't, I had already had a bad day that day. Anyway, it was a bad day at the end of it, but I don't think that I fully took into account everything that happened that day. And, you know, this may, you know, piss some of my family members off or whatnot. But honestly, I don't care because this was supposed to be my day and it was ruined. And I'm going to start off. I'm going to read a couple of things. First of all, my father didn't contribute to any funds for any of my academic career, let alone my prom. That's one hundred percent true. Throughout my entire high school existence, and even before that, my father, I was living in a house with no heat, holes in the walls, floor wooden floors where if you walked on them barefoot, your feet would be covered in filth and dirt. You had to boil your water to take a bath. No, no such thing as a shower in that bitch. It was a, it was like an awful house, freezing cold in the winter. And on top of that, I had to deal with, like, freezing cold to the point where, like, me and my brothers and with my sisters and siblings when they used to be there before they became adults, like, huddled up inside one room with a space heater and, like, try to, like, you know, cuddle up and, like, you know, get warm. But um, on top of that, we also had to deal with my abusive father who, after him and my mother separated and then all of my sisters got older and left out of the house when I became the oldest one there, he only got more and more abusive More and more, more and more of an alcoholic abusive with alcohol like. He became worse and worse. And that's one thing I feel like, you know, a lot of my sisters and my family didn't take into account is like they felt like, you know, if they went through it, then, you know, it's not that big of a deal. And like, you know, we need to like, you know, toughen up or something like that. Like they they really disregarded our abuse a lot. But the thing was, is even though they went through the abuse as well, it, it wasn't as bad. Like, I mean, I don't think it's good to compare abuses, but we went through a lot more because my father was in a lot worse of a stage at that point when they were all gone. But anyway, while you know we were inside this fucked up house with this fucked up man, um he was very like he 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 was already abusive. Like I was the oldest one there and I was starting to get bigger and one thing that he always did was he like He kind of, like, made it clear. He was challenging me, really. Like, I guess he thought that I would eventually challenge him, so he kind of, like, would try to show off his strength. He would do weird shit, like, do push-ups and stuff in front of me and shit. It was really weird. But he used to put his hands on me a lot. Like, he used to, like, literally try to choke me out and, like, you know, do all types of stuff to me to try to, like, you know, abuse me, literally. And it was this one day that I was just fed up. Like, I just got so tired of, like... All of this abuse where he came in and, like, for absolutely no reason at all, like, literally attacked me. Like, he, like, grabbed me. He was drunk and he, like, put his hands around my throat. He was trying to choke me. And I, like, just threw him. And I couldn't even say I used all my force because it, it really... I really did it. And I feel like I I didn't, I still, you know, I mean, I guess I'm realizing it now that I really was that big to the point where I guess he's like, started to feel threatened, which is not healthy at all. Like if you start to feel threatened by your son or your daughter, there's a problem with you. But yeah, I threw him and he flew under the bed. Like well, I had, it wasn't like he did just fly under like a low hanging bed. I had like this bed where like it was a desk at the bottom and a bed on top. And he like, flew under the bed and then he immediately got up and tried to come back at me and then i threw him to the wall and he and it broke the wall in my room and i'm pretty sure that wall still isn't fixed but um after that he like he called the police on me and that will mark the first day he called the police on me after calling the police on me for almost every day for from then on like every other day maybe if not like he he probably would, he wouldn't call the police on me every single day like you know he may go a day or so without calling me but just about every day or every other day he caught the police on me for an absolutely no reason we were not even getting into scuffles or anything he would just call the police on me it, it, just because because he like and then he would lie to the police and like tell me tell them that he felt threatened he i'm pretty sure he even told them that i had a weapon once like He would say a lot of, you know, crazy things. Like, and it's it's crazy too because I'm a black person. Like, that's already scary enough having to deal with police brutality, and and things of that nature. And he like literally called the police and told them that I was hostile when I wasn't, it's like, he was trying to get me hurt. And his whole thing, like what he was saying is that he wanted me to be removed. But like, I was like a kid, he, like, he couldn't, he couldn't kick me out of the house. Like he was, he was responsible for me. But, um, yeah, like that really affected my, my high school, you know, experience I was getting the cops called on me and having the cops having to talk to the cops in the middle of the night in the freezing cold inside my house almost every other day. And no, almost every day. And it really really it I was oh my god, I went into a deep deep dark depression like I was so depressed. And and at first I didn't realize it. Like I feel like I started to really really feel my depression when i got into 11th and 12th grade like it was hard for me to do anything and you know in in the meantime in between time i was going from my mama house to my dad house and like you know situations arose and both of those things that made me have to like leave and go back to the other one and that's just one fucked up thing like having to having to deal with both of your parents being fucked up like literally don't know where you're going to go. These are the people that you're supposed to rely on and, and and supposed to be the people that you trust over everyone in the world when you have nowhere else to go, and they were both fucked up to me and the rest of my family. But like uh I don't it, that was that was crazy. He but like I said like he used to call the police on me. He used to, he made it as, as difficult as possible to make high school a for me. And on top of that, he didn't support me at all. He didn't pay for a field trip. He didn't pay for anything. He didn't like, he didn't do anything to support me in my high school career. The only thing that he did was try to tear it down. And that included my prom. Like, he did not put any money into my prom. He did not even go to. He didn't even come to like my my prom walkout or whatever you call it. I'm just referring to it as a walkout for the sake of this. He didn't even like you know the thing where you like coming out you know got your car and stuff like that. He didn't even come to that or anything, which I didn't want him to come. You know, I, I honestly didn't. But it's just a simple fact that he didn't. It's just like really really fucked up. But on top of that, um. Hold on, I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna continue to read things off and just elaborate more on them. Maybe this it will be a longer podcast. Maybe uh I will make this a little bit longer. I was actually supposed to a- answer questions and stuff like that. Um, which I only got one. Thank you the, at the kitchen sink, the late great kitchen sink. Um, thank you for asking your question. It was a really good one as well, which I may get around to answering. But now that I like opened up the gate, I might as well continue to talk about this because. It's been something that's been on my mind recently, specifically my prom, like the other abuse and stuff like that I've managed to get over. But I kind of feel like my prom being as bad as it was just now hit me. But okay, next thing on the list, my mother made it very difficult to even get a prom suit. As usual, you know, money has always been a problem with my family. Like I've said it before, like we're poor and you know, it's no shame in that. I, I actually, you know, am grateful for my humble beginnings because I feel like it's giving me a less ignorant outlook on life as opposed to, you know, somebody who was privileged and is, is not, um, blessed with, you know, less ignorance, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's like really self-explanatory or maybe not. Like it was just really difficult to get my prime suit. I think that I like got it maybe a, f- a few days or a week or so, before prom actually happened, didn't even know if I was going to get my shit, but that was a whole hassle in itself. Um, I don't fully remember that entire situation to go into it. So I'm not even going to talk about that for real. I just know that it was very difficult to get my prom suit. Um, I brought my sister to prom with me as my date, which that that doesn't that actually doesn't matter. Like, I, I genuinely do not feel embarrassed or ashamed that my sister was my date with me because you know it was just that like she was my date and like you know i didn't I, I just feel like there's nothing wrong with that like you bring whoever you want and like it's not like i'm dating her we just having fun you know ended up not having fun but i'm getting to that in in a minute during the walk out of the house um the same obnoxious sister took most of the attention acting ratchet and hollering when it wasn't even her problem okay that i'm just reading off so you know my sister she has had to deal with a lot of her own like mental issues and whatnot that I'm not going to get into. And I'll talk a not talk about her business. But I feel like as with a lot of people in the black community, it has caused like mental trauma and pain that we never confront has caused a lot of us to be very obnoxious, very aggressive and very loud. And I feel like the same goes with my sister who I brought to prom with me and with her being that way her not being able to confront her her issues and stuff like that and her being this like obnoxious and loud and quote-unquote ratchet person um she took a lot of the attention like we walked out and she was hollering and cussing and like you know, just doing all of that, that shit that like, you know, she was just hogging all of the attention when it was supposed to be my prime day. Mind you, my sister is a year older than me and she didn't actually get to go to her prime day. So, you know, she, you know, I was like, you know, let's go, you can go to mine. And yeah, she just basically just took all of the attention and it was, that was just that. And I feel like, you know, that is kind of really inconsiderate for you to like take all of the attention from me on my prime day you know mind you my prom day was also not the same as my sisters in the past prime days where like i had two other sisters who went to prime and they were at my grandma i mean my grandmother's house burned down or like burnt up so you know obviously we, were, we wouldn't be able to do that for my prom day. go to her house for my prom day but her house was pretty nice it's like a bigger house. It's, I wouldn't call it, it's not a mansion, but it's like a really, really nice house that they got the luxury and privilege of being able to have their prom, um occasions at. And like during my prime during their prime, everybody was like taking pictures of them as they walked down the stairs. And like, it was a big whole thing where they walked outside and like got in their cars like they were princesses, which they should have gotten. But with mine, I was at my other sister's house. Um who like it was like a smaller house which that doesn't matter i don't care about the house like how the house looks or anything like that but it like it wasn't as you know big of a deal i don't even think that many people showed up like i mean the people that mattered showed up so that's really all that matters but you know at the end of it she like took a lot of the attention away from me and that that really did bother me now it really does kind of bother me and hold up it got to take a quick break wait Yeah. Okay. Just, you know, we were hitting the 30 minute mark, but that really did bother me. It really did bother me. And it really does bother me now just a tad, you know, I'm I'm getting over it as I think more and more about it. And I think that, you know, venting this out is really going to help me to get over it. But I just think that, you know, it was a bit selfish, but, um, speaking of hogging attention, I'm reading this off. Speaking of hogging attention, my sister chose to have her gender reveal be at the same time as my prom walkout on what was supposed to be a special day for me. So this is one thing where I didn't, I didn't voice my, um, like I said, because I didn't realize that, you know, these things, I mean, I I knew, but it it wasn't something that really hit me until now that these things were as bad as they were. But my sister chose to have her, not her baby shower, her baby gender reveal at, at the same day, at the same time as my prime walk out like i walked out and like you know we got a couple of pictures and stuff like that I, like i said before my sister going crazy just being loud and obnoxious and hogging out of the attention and then after that um my, my other sister she just like she like gets the balloon and gathered everybody to to have her gender reveal and excuse me that may not be that big of a deal to y'all but when you really think about it like this is supposed to be a, a day, a special day for me. Like, I've gone through so much shit in this high school thing. I have not had any type of day where anybody cared about me and, and like, expressed everybody expressing some type of, like, you know, not concern, but like, care about me, period. And, and, and like, it made me feel special like this. I don't, I don't remember the last time I've ever even had that. And so, for you to just take the attention. But on a day that was supposed to be my special day, my prom. This is supposed to be one of the biggest days in memory, you know, having days of my entire life. And you you take the time out on a day where you're not you're not about to burst, you're not about to have your baby or anything. You I'm pretty sure you already had your baby shower. You chose to 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 do your gender reveal at the same time. Like <laughs> I, I, when I picture it I just imagine like Me walking out Everybody taking a few pictures And making some noise Or something And then like Immediately she's like Okay everybody get ready For the baby gender review Like just What? How selfish could you be To hog the attention like that? This is supposed to be my day And And you ruined it But she didn't ruin it She was She didn't solely ruin it But I feel like That really That really was selfish I feel like that was Very inconsiderate And me I was definitely depressed during that time so things like this was going over my head I don't even know what I was thinking at that point but it was terrible for me at there at that time like really it really was but um on to the next one after that after that my mother showed up late bringing her boyfriend who she knows I despise and his even more unbearable obnoxious and arrogant brother so first of all I've had the reason why I got kicked out of my mom's house or my mother, I don't know, my mama's house um, recently, which was a, a few months ago was because of her boyfriend. See, my mother, I love her to death. I really do. But I've come to understand that she has a lot of issues and and it's not just like you know mental health issues and stuff like that it's issues and things and things that she has done that she needs to be held accountable for and i it was this one point where me and my brother were talking to to her about you know our problems and like you know you know things that you know we have a problem with her about and it was and she first of all dealing with a narcissistic parent like I'm sure a lot of y'all can relate like they always have a defense of of everything they did and I remember when I was a kid you know those arguments were those arguments were convincing like I, I genuinely felt like hmm like what am I even like like she really is right about all of this like I have no argument for this but during that time in that situation where she was like trying to argue and defend herself on the things that she's done like she were she was literally being caught up like I couldn't I literally was saying simple shit, like, and and holding her accountable. And she couldn't, she couldn't defend herself. And and what's funny is, because I've been through shit with her before. Like, I'm older and I'm older than my brother. So I I literally am watching him, like, slowly be manipulated by her. And, like, it goes from him talking about the problems with the house and her boyfriend and stuff like that. To him starting to say, like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to stress you out. I don't want to, because he loves her. Like, and I love her and that it's our mother like it's a different bond between sons and their mothers and i feel like she took advantage of that on multiple occasions and at that point too and i that's when i was like like this isn't about you like this is not about you this is about us and the things that you've done to us and she she like you know she gave me like this glare like almost this amused or annoyed glare and as she was doing that and like, we were about to continue our conversation. Her drunk boyfriend came in after having not listened to the conversation at all. And he immediately said to me, why don't you just leave? And this is, this is, um this is, uh I think that I need to point out that this man, this really weird man who, you know, when I really think about it, I think that he has a lot of mental trauma and, and things that he has not dealt with you know, things that possibly has to do with his sexuality or his childhood trauma or things that he may or may not have confronted that has caused him to have a lot of mental health issues. But he has targeted me and only me. A majority of the men in my life, like my mother's boyfriends, my father, they tend to only target me. They don't target my brother or like my other siblings and stuff like that. They target me. And he has targeted me and tried to start stuff with me and has actually even put his hands on me um, like unprovoked uh, before. But he has targeted me on multiple occasions and he clearly has this underlying problem with me that I may never get an answer to. And I don't really care to because it's, I don't give a fuck about this man. But he came in and immediately said something to me he came in like without listening to our conversation at all It's me and my brother talking to my mother. He only said something to me and said, why don't you just leave? And it was really weird and unwarranted and a situation came out of that. Like and obviously, I I I mean, I'm stupid enough to even have responded because it's like I know what type of person this man is. I probably shouldn't have responded, but being that I'm only like 18 or 19, and I'm fed up with having to deal with my dad, with having to deal with my mom, with having to deal with my boyfriends and stuff like that, like I I respond and a conflict starts, and he actually literally threatens me me with a, a gun. Like, he that's, that's the thing, though, that they said that he didn't actually have a gun, that he just was, like, talking shit and saying that he was going to kill me and stuff like that, but I'm still not 100% sure about that. All I know is that he threatened to shoot me. He threatened to kill me, and at the end of that situation, it resulted in me having to leave. It, it resulted in me having to leave the house and me having to go over to my friend's house for a few months and not knowing what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go, and eventually, you know, f- f- coming over here to my sister's home and roomating with her and helping her pay the rent. But anyway, my mother, she showed up late bringing this nigga, uh, and excuse me, y'all, but I say nigga, like I'm from the hood, like I'm black, I say the N-word, I'm sorry if that makes you uncomfortable, I really do try not to say it as much. but him. Him and his brother, she brought him. Now, number one, she knows that I don't like him. That's number one. She knows. she He, at this time, he had already um, put his hands on me before, unwarranted. And we've had many other altercations where, you know, it it... She knows that I don't like this man. She's perfectly aware. And she knows that I don't like his brother as well. Like his brother is a very, very um obnoxious, loud, disrespectful ass person. And it was I, I personally feel like it was disrespectful as hell for you to bring this man and his brother who, you know, I hate. To my excuse me, to my prom day. And hold on, let me read it off. So, like, I, just in case I need to, like, I want to read them off to make sure I don't like cover these and then read them off again. So, um, let me see. They and my mother seemed like they came just to crash the event and act like assholes. They brought a decent looking car to show off. So, yeah, they came, and when they were there, they were only there for a brief time. They were only there for a brief time, my mother included. They came and they really were just acting like assholes his brother being loud and obnoxious as usual and them and uh they brought a couple of other dudes too who i didn't know and were just like there for a minute just to be assholes and show off this nice car they drove up really really fucking loud screeching and shit like just being fucking assholes like trying to ruin my event and then um, my mother said they would give me and my sister a ride in that decent car but they eventually left without notice and then said that my aunt said that she would drive us which was not true my aunt okay okay so yeah so what I'm, i was just reading that off so they came and then my mom or my mama's i don't know why like it's hard because i say mama you know but I don't know. I feel like I need to be a little more formal or something like that on on this podcast, but I don't have to. This is my podcast, but it's my show. But yeah, they came and my mama said that she would, you know, give us a ride. The car was decent enough. You know, that's one thing that like, I don't know about y'all and y'all communities, but in in my community, you know, for your prom, it's best to like, you know, people want to have a nice, suit a nice dress and a nice car to drive in you know it don't always got to be a limo it doesn't always have to be anything like that it can just be a a really nice or fancy car something like that and even though the car wasn't like super duper nice or super super duper fancy it was up to par enough to be able to like drive us up to prom and my mama said that she was gonna give us a ride and You know this because we hadn't had a ride planned or anything that's another thing like they didn't plan anything for my event i got really no no type of support at all and they they left they left after she said she was gonna give me a ride and without notice and then we called her and she was like oh your auntie said that that um she would give you a ride and I already knew it was a lie, but of course I went to my auntie who said that that wasn't true. She never said that. And she was planning on going home, but she had to give us a ride to to you know our prime. And that was really inconveniencing for her, but it was also very inconveniencing for us because for a second we had no idea how we were actually even gonna get there. We didn't know how we were even gonna get to my prime. We thinking that my, my mama is gonna give us a ride in this pretty nice car, but she left. She left early. She left without notice and left me to look stupid, not knowing how the hell I'm going to get to prom. Let me let me keep reading, though. Um, Let me see. We show up to prom and the boy I had the biggest crush on ignores me in the middle of the dance floor. Seemed like he. OK, so that, that was another thing. This was actually this. This really fucked me up. This ruined my day. Like after this happened, this was the part that really fucked up my day. I had the biggest crush and this is like, is really saying a lot because I have liked to people, you know, I've had quote unquote crushes on people, you know, people that I've been physically attracted to, but not so much more that, you know, I, I don't typically like people like that. I'm not one of these people who just like, like every, everybody. Well, now I am, especially with like all of the fine ass boys and girls on TikTok, but, <laughs> but like, I overall I don't just like anybody you know what I'm saying and this person I had the biggest crush on in from like the end of ninth grade you know around ninth grade to you know all of my school, the rest of my high school year and you know obviously being in the closet like you know it, it, I I had a lot of anxiety around him you know it was just oh my god I, I wouldn't oh my gosh like I was physically uncomfortable in high school, not even just around him, but just period, like anxiety for some reason every time I got to school, I had to fart a bunch, but like when I tried to like get my doodles and my farts out it, at home, it never worked, but as soon as I got to school, I had to do I had to fart. I was sweating a lot like, "Oh my god, high school really was just like so awful and made me physically uncomfortable." But anyway, <laughs> I had a um a, the, the biggest crush on this one boy and you know, we were, you know, semi cool. Like we we got along, and you know, I'm overthinking that. You know, I did have my suspicions that you know he may have already known or have recently have found out too that I had liked him or anything like that. But you know, that's a, that's a story for a different day. Um, all I know is that he I, I came up to him during our prom at the dance, like you know, in the middle of the dance floor, and I like tried to speak to him. I I don't remember. I said like, "Hey, what's up?" or something like that, and he like ignored me and i know that it wasn't just like you know just like him not being able to hear me maybe i guess not the farther away i get from the memory like i guess like i can reason with that but at the time and i'm pretty sure even now like i'm pretty sure that he wasn't just you know he couldn't hear me i'm pretty sure he was ignoring me and yeah he ignored me and that shattered me and i went down and i sat down and you know the prom day was kind of ruined a little bit not completely but it, it kind of put me in a bit of a bad mood but uh let me read this off um my sister complains about leaving and how her year was more hype and everybody here is lame we eventually leave after after being there probably not even an hour. so yeah on top of me being rejected basically is or like you know just ignore about the boy that i like and i'm already in a bad mood my sister is sitting down and just can't stop talking about how like the this year school year is like full of a oh, hold up this school year is full of a bunch of lames and like her school year was way more hype and like they did like so much more they was going crazy dah, 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 dah. you know whatever the fuck. that's that's what she was saying and like just basically complaining and like how she wanted to leave and how she was gonna like you know show me a good time like we're gonna have some fun and stuff like that after we left and stuff but um so we leave and like i said i'm about to read this off she's she promises to show me and my friend my friend um that was there too uh promises to show us a good time and just uses my friend's car to pick up her friends and give them rides so yeah me and my friend we we both weren't really having the best of times there it wasn't really like we weren't like super duper popular people to like you know where we had like a lot of friends and stuff like that to even have fun with people we had a bunch of people that we knew we just weren't comfortable with people like that for real and you know we both were like ready to go and he had a car and he was going to give us a ride back because we didn't have a ride back from anybody nobody's going to pick us up and um yeah she like she was saying that she was going to show us a good time but at the end of the day all she did was use my friend for rides for her friends to pick up her friends um literally picked them up and dropped them off and the most that she really even did was take us to to go get alcohol that was it like she took us to go drink and that literally was it and this um that was one thing that's really frustrating is like and really annoying especially on that day because i was actually involved with it is my sister does not like her and her friends they don't actually have fun they don't actually like i don't i always found found that partying was never really fun anyway because you just like you know it's just not fun to me and but they they literally just they just pose for social media like they will literally and in the in that ride like we were driving and like she took us to this random airbnb with people that we had no fucking idea who they were gave us some alcohol and got us drunk for a minute and then like was like in the car while we were in the car um which for by the way i actually was like like i got they gave us some alcohol and stuff like that and i didn't know these people or anything so like i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do here i don't even know anybody so eventually i just go outside and like i just sit in the car and wait for them to come but they eventually come to the car and they like is only drinking alcohol and talking and then they play some music and and like um, like they blast music and then put take out their phones and like all start singing and rapping together and shit like for just a second <laughs> literally for social media to make it seem like they was having fun and then they took me and my friend to um to my sister's house you know where i had been staying at the time and well they had they had him drop off um my one of her friends, I'm pretty sure. Then they took us to my sister's house where we literally just got like drunk and passed out after that. Like, we we were drunk and we just passed out. We just laid there and passed out. No actual fun was had. And hold on, let me just make sure like I get everything. I'm gonna read these off real quick. Uh, uh, yeah, Brandon Persons Airbnb. That you just only we're just being intoxicated and and being drunk is not the equivalent of having fun. I'm not the type of person who like needs to be in a, a, like in some type of escape mentality, whether it be high or drunk or something like that to have fun. I'm not that type of person. It really gives very um mental mental issues, unconfronted mission mental issues that you're trying to escape from. That's what it really gives me, and that's not the type of person that I am at all. But um, let me see here. Yep, yeah, they just literally just play music and holler together on their phones to make it seem like they're having fun, and then goes back to this. And then me and my friend drunk drive back home, and my sister leave us there and just. But first, having my friend drop her friends off, we pass on the couch. Yep, that was how my that was how my prom went. So, I just you know after a, a terrible high school year you know I'm, I'm not and i'm not trying to like brag or anything like that but like i was a really smart kid i am a really smart kid like if i had i know for a fact that if i didn't have the stress of like having to like take my brother to school and pick him up and stuff like that and having to deal with an abusive father and being called the police every day and i'm about to air out all my business even though i've aired out a lot right here but if i didn't have if i had the the right support and i didn't have to go through the shit that i went through in school i probably could have been an honor student like i had a 4.0 at one point like i could have been a really really successful like going to college scholarship kid you know i just feel like a lot of things has happened and so just with dealing with all of that, all of that bullshit, having to deal with all of this stress and depression and, you know, a selfish, selfish, selfish and inconsiderate and, and unfit parents and all of that. Like my prom basically just went like it was it really was half of it was somebody's gender reveal. The other half of it was me freaking getting like ignored by the person that I liked a lot. The other half of it was my sister being ratchet and getting drunk and and hollering for social media, and then nothing else. Like, it was a terrible day. It really, really was, and um, I didn't realize that fully. Like, I, I knew it was a terrible day, but I didn't fully realize that until now. And it really, it really is fucked up. You know, it makes me want to do something. It makes me want to do something in the future, and I think that with, with, um, the, the influence that I'm going to have in the future, the near future with the success that I'm going to have in the near future, a near future, I think that it may be possible. I may not stick to this. I may completely forget about it. But if there is somebody who, uh, uh, is a supporter of mine, whatever year you are in right now, you are a supporter of mine. And I haven't done this yet. Reach out to me and remind me and and see what I say. See how I react. But one thing that I want to do is I want to give myself the proper prom, you know, and I'm not that type of person that's like stuck in the high school days and stuff like that. Like, I'm not like, you know, Oh, I miss high school. I hated high school. I never want to go back to high school. It was terrible, but I would like to, to redo my prom and I would want to make it an event that, you know, is special to me. I want to redo it. If you are a person as well, Obviously I can't do this now <laughs> So I don't want to like you know make this a big thing Just yet but like if you also Didn't enjoy your prom if it didn't go the way that you Wanted like I want us to Have a proper proms how We want to have them And I will go through everything I need to go through Planning you know Suits cars stuff like that Even if I got to give get other people Suiting cars if they can't afford it and dresses And whatnot I will do it Like because I feel like That was I just felt like that was supposed to be my one special day, like my one special day of all my high school was supposed to be that. And it wasn't. It was a disaster. It was a it was a really depressing disaster. And yeah. My graduation was barely any better it didn't go as tragic as that but nobody really showed up i mean a couple of people showed up my auntie my brother my sister and my mama and my other brother and my other sister i believe but besides them which first of all let me not let me not fucking like take them for granted like i i'm very very grateful but i just feel like you know sometimes i wonder like dude. I mean, I have wondered, like, did anybody even give a fuck about me? Like, for real, for real? Like, you know, do you only love me or say that you love me because you feel like you're supposed to because I'm your family? Or do you, like, actually care about my well-being and my mental health and, like, you know, if I'm happy or if I'm going through getting the right support and stuff like that? Because nobody really ever has, honestly. The only people that I could really even give like uh, like I know only people I really know genuinely care about me to the point where like if I like go down uh, a deep dark depression they may actually have a concern enough to actually say something like that is my younger siblings my brother my other brother my sister like I know that they that they like genuinely care about me and want the best for me you know and my other siblings too but like I don't know. I think that is something a little bit different about them to where they don't really concern themselves with my well-being. My well-being does not come to their minds. You know what I'm saying? As mine does to theirs. But uh, like my like their well-being definitely crosses my mind. I want to make sure that all of my siblings are straight. But I don't know. I don't I'm about to, you know, keep talking about this. I just feel like it's kind of this just became a really depressing podcast. But I need to get that off my chest. Like, and I just want to say, I just want to like say something to like put this out publicly now. Um, I don't know if it's like really okay to, to say names and stuff like that, but it was uh, the officer. I, it was just one officer. Um, it was a couple of officers, but it was one who mainly came to my dad's house. Like he was like the main person. Um, and his last name started with a C. Uh, I'm not going to say the name um, because I don't know if that's okay. I'm just calling him Officer C. But if you ever hear this, you know who you are. He was he came to our house more than any other officer, and he was used to this. He was used to having to deal with us and my drunk dad and, like, all of that shit. Like, he he was used to that. And I feel like he was actually really supportive. I feel like he was really understanding. And I feel like he it really did kind of kill him a little bit to have to leave and not be certain about our well-being, our being, me and my brothers. And I just want to say, Officer C, um, if you are out there, I would really like to, you know, shake your hand, maybe give you a hug or like wherever you are. Like wherever you are, I would like to speak to you because it actually did mean a a, a decent amount to me. Like it really did mean a lot. <laughs> I don't know why I can't just say a lot. I don't know. It just it it did it did touch me a little bit to the point where I remember who you are, and I would like to see you again someday. I would like to see where you are, but I want you to see me at my best and not at my worst. And right now, even though I'm not at my worst, I'm definitely not at my best. And you know, give it time give it time if you know if maybe if it's your father if you have the last name c or if your father was an officer in detroit that had the last name c as well ask him ask him do he remember some uh, a kid named gary and his drunk father who like you know always called the police on him and was trying to get him removed from the house and stuff like that and if you know that person or or like or if you are that person holla at me but Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to move on from that subject. Maybe, maybe what else do I got to say about it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it just, I, I went through a lot <laughs> in my high school years. I'm still going through a lot right now. And I just, I feel like things are getting better though. Things are definitely getting better. Funny enough, it's like when I got out of high school, I was like, I, I like, Almost immediately jumped out of my depression. Like, I felt like the biggest weight was off of my shoulders. High school is fucking ridiculous. That's a subject we can talk about. That's one we can fucking talk about. High school is fucking ridiculous. The curriculum, like, people, that's one thing. Kids have been saying it since the beginning of fucking time. What the fuck are we gonna use this for in real life, in adulthood? none of this shit is relevant and excuse me it became a thing where you know at least to me you think of it as as like oh this person is just being an asshole who don't really like you know they just need to pay attention they need to just, just shut up because they're just trying to find a reason to be uncooperative but it's the truth there's a reason why so many people say it why the hell are we learning how to fucking like what the fuck atoms are like some chemistry bullshit in the periodic table and not learning how to fucking do our taxes and what our credit is and how to fucking take out a mortgage loan or do or how to become like business entrepreneurs and stuff like that why aren't we learning that shit in high school why aren't we being like why aren't we being fed our passions like we should be we should be able to know what we want to do by the time we get out of high school because high school should be giving us the opportunity to to explore so many different avenues as well as be a decent and regular contributing member to society, knowing how to do your taxes by yourself, knowing how to freaking uh, deal with your credit and increase your credit, knowing how to get a stable job or become a business entrepreneur, like learn how to do a business, stuff like that. I literally, have, we hit the 30 minute mark there again, but I literally have a full, um, like, no, just uh, full of my ideas to, to help better society that I want to, that I want to, um you know, put into action someday. Like, uh, did, high school is fucking ridiculous. And that's just the curriculum part. Like, not just that, but also, why the fuck is there so much strain put on us? Like, or stress put on us in high school. High school is one of the most stressful times. And and for you to have to go through high school during the same time you're coming into your adulthood, it's so stressful. You like you things are happening to your body. You get more emotions and hormones and things that you ain't that you are not recognizing. And that's overall everything that has to do with your puberty is also like a, a stressful situation in itself. But then on top of that, you have to deal with so much pressure of not having to figure out what the hell you got to do with what you're going to do with your life. in the next just few years, you got to learn like, you know, you got to like do these like tests that that. Like if you don't pass them, then you like won't be able to get into a college. Like and, and basically your life is not where it's supposed to be at, or like you're not gonna be anything beyond a fucking like regular worker if you don't, you know, get into a college and stuff. Like oh my god. And then like homework is really stupid to me. Don't give people required homework. Okay, don't do that. Like it is not going to help anybody homework should be a studying tool but it should not be a a, a thing on your grade homework should be something that you give all students as an option but it as a studying tool but it should not be something that affects somebody's grade we have to go through all of this shit and then for the people like myself who have to go home and deal with abuse and stuff like that like that's the last thing we need is to fucking have to sit down and work on some stupid ass fucking paper about the fucking memorizing the periodic table. Like, and I don't know how he you periodic table, but like, that's the main thing that I could think of. That was just literally the most irrelevant bullshit on there in school. But like, yeah, like, bitch, I don't fucking need to learn about uh, like the fucking degrees of shapes and shit unless I'm about to fucking be an architect or some bullshit. Like this is like, oh my gosh. The fact that that people have been able to become successful and make it out of high school and, and do other things like it, it's it, it really is an achievement because high school is in today's age is bullshit. It's bullshit. Since the beginning of the United States, um, you know, existence to now 2021. High school and school and education has been trash. And then think about the fact that it's even worse for public schools. People in in poverty stricken areas, black the black community and other people of color community areas, like it's really really frustrating. Fuck high school, honestly, honestly for real, like fuck high school. I would never want to go back to high school. It was awful it was an awful experience and i feel like that's really fucked up because you should be having a good experience by high school that should be memories like you know the good old days of being in school like that's what that should be but it's not it's bullshit for a lot of people <laughs> I, I just want to voice that really quickly i don't even know how i even got into it. talk why did i even start talking about that i don't i don't know but um Yeah, I kind of want, I want to start talking about WandaVision because this episode, this last episode was some of the craziest shit that I've ever fucking seen. Like, oh my fucking God, but I'm not about to get into that yet. Um, I think I want to talk more about this high school shit because this is really is mind boggling to me. I'm not going to like go off every part of my list, but I'm going to name off a few things in my list that I feel like are essential classes or like should be like some of these I have listed as, you know, um, like extracurricular like specials or like you know you know what electives like some of them i have as electives other ones you know i feel like are essential classes let me see let me see if i can like pick out one specifically like name of maybe an essential class and then a non essential class first of all i think that um reading writing and math i think that those are pretty necessary like But the basics, you know, I don't think that like, I think algebra is kind of stupid, but not too much because, you know, I think that algebra actually is a little bit helpful because like, you know, there may be a situation where you do need to figure out, you know, the results or like, you know, the, um, the numbers and shit like that, that were needed to add up to make up, you know, a a certain amount, but like all of the other shit, all of these other types of math and geometry and stuff like that. Mm, I don't think they're very relevant and I think that the majority of math like that e- that is even taught in high school should be elementary through middle school curriculum like give give us the basics of reading writing and math inside the younger grades so that it could be instilled in us and then like advance it even more like through those through those um adolescent years so that like we can be like I feel like there's we should be like pretty fucking good at math and reading and stuff like that. But out the time we in high school, like to the point where high like by the time we in high school, maybe continue read doing reading, writing the and math and stuff like that. But I know it's getting stuffy. Why does this always happen? But after a certain point, like you know, it it shouldn't be relevant anymore because we learned everything we need to learn. Um, let me see here. What's one thing? What's one class? Obviously, sex ed should be um taught. I feel like obviously, like we need we need to learn how to have safe sex, how our bodies work, how how sex works, to be able to fully like protect ourselves and know exactly. What goes down? Um, Finances, taxes, ID, social security numbers, insurance, credit, etc. All the government stuff. That should be one big class where you learn how to take care of all of your government needs, how to pay your taxes, how, how your social security card and your credit work, how to manage your finances, how to manage and get the best insurance. Politics is another class that I feel like everybody should be in. That should be a main class because. I feel like if everybody if more people in this country were more politically savvy the world would like be so much better. It would be so much better because people would understand how to make a change better. Like yeah, you know, everybody knows you can sign a petition and everybody knows you can donate, but like what else can you do? There I don't understand why like I feel like in this society the world has, you know, like, the people of this world don't have more power than the government to a certain extent, and I think that that is like, and and even if it's only in the fact, that like, oh, like if we sign, if, if a majority of people sign a petition, then we can get some shit done. But like, I feel like it's sometimes it's too difficult. Like, I feel like the processes of of petitions and stuff like that are too difficult to even get, you know, going and even have a certain amount of petitions to sign. And then on top of that, like. Like it can only go so far in making an actual change. I just overall feel like the people need more power and this is just hypothetical. Um, I'm pretty sure I actually like had this idea for a world that I was like in, in, in a comic book universe that I was making. Um, my form of government that i feel like you know would be a in my mind you let me just say that this is not fully thought out this is like you know just me speaking off the cuff and like a little bit of an idea that i had and it's still democracy but my idea for a government especially because i i dream to unite the entire world at one point but i think that the way the government should be is not a president. I feel like there are, there shouldn't, there doesn't have to be one leader that just calls all of the shots. You know what I'm saying? Like it just always seems like it has to go up to one person and every single thing, which I don't think is okay. But I feel like the world should be purely representatives. Like every, because the representatives that, It's about the people. This is a government. Governments are supposed to be about governing the people and how they want to be governed. And everybody's voice needs to be heard. So I feel like there should literally be a large web like and I was going to say elaborate, but not elaborate. It should be very simple. And easy to understand it shouldn't be over complicated a large web of representatives and the way i imagined it was literally down to the zip code like there's a representative for every zip code in every um city and they have a small council and then they have a small council with you know the city like the city council you know they they make up the city council and then the um the representative for the entire cities they make up the state council and then after that like the states they make up this the the country council and then you know in a bigger more united world you know representatives for you know a country make up the 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 country council and you know it wouldn't just be one representative for for each place like i like maybe for um like a zip code it could be i guess like it could be one representative for each zip code and like they all like like i don't know i think like 30 some zip like zip codes in one city or something like that so like a big 30 40 people council for that and then they like all speak to like the the maybe two or three um states or i mean or like city representatives that goes to like the the state council or what or the city no yeah the state council and like and like basically overall having everybody's interest for every zip code in every area at heart and they get represented equally they all have the same amount of power i don't know what the fuck is up with this elected um what is it called electoral college or whatever the fuck that shit is we're like oh the state has a certain amount of um of you know votes more or like you know influence over the vote than other states does and like also if you you know if one state you know if the majority of that state um if one side has the most votes and that's the type of state that it becomes and all of the votes basically count for that area that's some bullshit that is some bull shit i don't think i think that's not fair at all and one thing i one reason why i feel like that is the way it is is because i feel like that that is a way to give you know the more primitive people if i'm being completely honest more power and the more primitive people are the racists. they're the ones who are like you know it's still closer to barbaric ages and you know i don't I mean to segue but i guess i am but i think that you know when you really think about it and you go back in time even just a few decades like people are still a little bit barbaric like we're only just now like getting over like a large portion of our barbaric age I feel like every a lot of people have been really really primitive like you know at a certain point we were burning women for thinking that they were witches and then like at one point we had slaves and at another point like women and and people of color were lesser than and like you know they literally people of color had to go to separate bathrooms and stuff like that and like were being beaten and whatnot like and i think that even now like you know in the in recent years like only in a few years ago johnny carson was harassing lizzie lohan about her mental health and embarrassing her on live tv like that's barbaric i feel like britney spears and everything that's going her going on with her is Barbaric, like the way the paparazzi harassed her, it's barbaric. It's primitive, like, and it's so fucked up. Like it's just weird that, like, you know. I guess in more recent years, like, only in more recent years, humans are starting to start. Oh my god, finally starting to realize the crazy shit that occurs, you know. And it's starting to kind of like get over. And I feel like a lot of things are still very barbaric now, but. Yeah, like it, the. I wonder, where was I even going with this? <laughs> like I don't know. That just is that's just crazy. But what did I just segue from? I was talking about um. Damn it, y'all! I hate when this happens. I forgot what I was talking about. <sighs> Crap, but I do think that that a lot of the things I brought back. I was actually just watching Lindsay that Lindsay Lohan Johnny Carson interview. He was fucking fucking with her like he literally was pushing it like he was pushing it and that's another thing what really pisses me off is people they literally like they'd be like um they'd be like oh like people are more sensitive nowadays no people are just less barbaric like I fucking love Jimmy Kimmel I really do and I want to go to his show but he was fucking dressing up in blackface technically it was one specific person so, you know, that's that's a really slippery argument, like a slippery uh debate there, because it's like, is it fucked up if, you know, you know, you do like you paint your skin and you're not making fun or being goofy of a, of the entire race, but only of a specific person? I think it's better to just not do it at all because it's just overall very tasteless. But it's still like a weird argument that, you know, I don't I don't really fully have the answer on. But he he was literally painting his skin black like fucking um what is this nigga name johnny carson not johnny carson no have i been seeing johnny carson this whole time um what is his name y'all hold up i gotta figure this shit out this lindsey longhand and david letterman that is his name david letterman was pushing um this like argument i mean not argument this discussion on Lindsay lohan's mental health when she was clearly so uncomfortable the same goes for janet jackson like you you're pushing this 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 discussion when they clearly don't want to have it like you're a fucking asshole this is literal public humiliation which is like terrible i can't believe that like i I never really paid attention to uh, david letterman like i really really like talk shows and i really want to be a talk show host someday but you know and but the only main people that i paid attention to and really watching are and like is jimmy kimmel jimmy fallon conan um i feel like i'm forgetting somebody and i'm just oh yeah um James Corden, I love James Corden. I'm only specifically representing late night, not like daytime, like Ellen and stuff like that. Who I also like, but you know those guys. Like, and I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm probably forgetting somebody else. But those are the four that come to mind. But yeah, I never really paid attention to David Letterman for real, especially because I'm pretty sure he was an older. You know, he's kind of an older late night show host. I'm pretty sure he doesn't even do the shit anymore. But. I didn't I never took him to be an asshole from the little things that I saw. I didn't think that he was gonna be such a fucking asshole, but he is. And I was listening to the A Street Podcast and like I'm pretty sure somebody even brought up and said like he was known for being a asshole or like being like just being a, a a fucking asshole. And I was like, really? Like was he? Because like if you if you didn't know anything about him and didn't watch his stuff real quick and you only saw like maybe small clips and stuff, I don't think you probably would have would have gathered that, but I guess he was to some pe- to some people. But yeah, I don't know. Times were very, very different. Um, nineties and below, even early two thousands, like, I don't know. Overall, I don't even know how I got into this. So I guess I was talking about like high school being fucked up, but how did I even segue into talking about? I don't know. All I know is that high school uh, needs to be reformed. Definitely, high school needs to be reformed. Um, the police uh force needs to be completely reformed. i will, I'm pretty sure I, what I was watching was like a Voss video or something like that, where like. I I like learned that they literally like uh, in some places teach these officers to like purposely be brutal. Like they make them think that they're like these, like these Viking warrior saviors of the world that are going to come in and defeat the evil criminals and stuff like that. And you're the law. Like how many times have you ever heard a, a police officer say I'm the law in a movie or some shit like that? Like, I'm pretty sure these officers really be thinking that they are the law. Like, they are the judge, jury, and executioner. Literally. And that shit is fucked up. Like, officers, a lot of officers are really taught to think that way and to think that, like, every criminal, like, blindly generalized criminals or, like, people, period, and people who are doing things and not taking into consideration mental health and situation and even the events that took place and really feel like they are – they don't have any consequence that they are the law and that they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like police needs to be reformed. Education definitely needs to be reformed. It it literally breeds ignorant freaking employees is what it does. Instead of trying to build up people to be their best selves and living their best life. And what's another thing that needs to be reformed? The entire government needs to be reformed. Honestly, like, um. What else? Um. Trying to think of other things that need to be reformed. <laughs> Excuse me. It's so many different things that need to be reformed. This country is actually so fucked up. Like, I feel like everyone in in this country and out this country are made to believe that this country is just the coolest country. And I feel like a lot of that goes to the entertainment industry because we do have the best entertainment industry. But, like, this country is fucked up. This is a fucked up country, y'all. Like, for reals. For reals. It's just fucked up. Um, I feel like, oh my gosh, I, this was... I thought I wasn't going to hit, like, over an hour or two hours and stuff like that. I I fear that I didn't have too much to talk about but i guess i did i guess i did and i kind of want to segue i kind of want to get off of the negative this is actually kind of a negative podcast <laughs> It turned out to be a bit more on the sad and, and fucked up side than you know my other podcast but I mean, I, these are things that's on my mind that i like to talk about and you know i talk about really whatever i want to talk about on this show and yeah so let me see here um Division. We're going to talk about WandaVision to end this episode off. Okay, let me just recall a couple of the events real quick. Okay. um, First of all, one of the biggest things to me was the reveal or like the like Spectrum or Monica Rambeau or Time, whatever you want to call her. She got her powers. She got her powers in the most recent. Oh, oh, crap crap uh, spoiler warning (laughs) sorry y'all spoiler warning um she got her powers in this in this uh most recent episode and it oh my god it was so fucking sweet like her eyes glowed and she was able to like see energy and stuff like that and and, like, she ended up showing up. And one thing that really is, like, cool to me is, like, I, f- I still feel like it's, like, a real, it's a, a fear factor to a certain degree still in the show. And I say that because in the moment where she went, where she got inside the inside the hex and then she went up, she went to Wanda's house and tried to confront her and tell her the things. And Wanda, like, was like, what are you doing here? Like, and the way she said it was, like, it was kind of creepy. It was almost like she was still like like you're still in this illusion, or still trying to keep this illusion, and it was creepy. And she used her powers and like lifted her up, and then Monica, she like like dropped down to the floor like in this like cool stance, superhero stance, and oh my god, like if they would have broke out into a fight, y'all, that would have been the coldest shit fucking ever. Spectrum is here. Spectrum is fucking here, and I cannot fucking wait. And I was listening to um new rock stars and a couple of other things, and like they think that like the people who supported Monica Rambo and like you know helped her to get that vehicle and stuff like that may be her scroll friends from the Captain Marvel movie back when she was a kid. Um, I don't know. That sounds like a pretty good theory. Um, one thing, one of the biggest things though is um Agnes. She was revealed as Agatha Harkness. That shit was crazy. That shit was fucking crazy in the coldest shit in the world, and the way they—oh my god! First of all, they ended it with saying, "And I killed Sparky too." <laughs> like, oh my fucking god! Like, it's, it's, I mean, I've paid attention to comics and I've watched theories and stuff like that to you know kind of not expect these things. I feel like when you when you when you do. know the full context about the marvel universe and you get to see the characters and stuff like that that you've been learning about and reading about and stuff like that finally come to life it's a it's a different type of appreciation like people who don't know who agatha harkness is it's just gonna think oh this is a lady that like you know was a witch this whole time but to other people who like have paid attention to marvel comics it's like oh my god they just brought agatha harkness into the mcu they just brought a character To life in the in this on the silver screen in real life this is agatha harkness and she's here now monica Rambeau, the spectrum is here captain marvel is here iron man they're all here in live action you know like it's something it's it's a different appreciation like that's why it's funny because i avoid spoilers at all costs but i watch the theories surrounding the things which you know sometimes can be dead on theories like voss he um he made the theory that like, in the in this episode, there was going to be, like, the next commercial that they were going to do was, like, this mental health commercial. Like, you know, the commercials about the pills and stuff like that, like... And it happened. And a, a part of me was, like, looking at him sideways, like, no, this was just a little bit too spot on that you got that. But I, I can believe that he probably was able to predict that without knowing anything or having, like, some type of, like, you know, mole or something like that in the MCU... In the MCU development or anything. So, but still, like, I don't know, like, just... The it's it's just a really different appreciation when you know the characters like when Spider Man was brought to the MCU when you saw uh what is his name why do, Joe Jamie james, james <laughs> I can't say his name but the guy who who hates Spider Man like when you saw him brought into the MCU like that was really cool when you saw you know their interpretation of MJ Mary Jane like um. That, it was just was really, really I I hope I said that right. I would really look really stupid if I just said her name wrong. I'm pretty sure it was Mary Jane. <laughs> like I'm forgetting. But yeah, like um who else? Who's on the oh yeah, Mysterio. Like their you know, interpretation of Mysterio was really fucking cool. I I barely do enough about Mysterio to know exactly how his things worked in the past. But, you know, he, I know a little bit enough about him to know, like, he kind of was, like, he was an actor, I'm pretty sure. And, like, I don't know, everything was, like, a setup. Like, he kind of, like, set up these, like, elaborate sets, I guess. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not uh, uh, very informed on Mysterio. But I know that it was really cool to see how they used drones to, to and like, and had him be, like, this, like, um, Stark Industries ex-employee. And and like he just wanted to get revenge and like i just thought that was really really fucking cool and like he pretended to be like he was a part of this other universe or some shit like that like really really cool stuff um what's another character i mean obviously besides the 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 regulars like the black widow the hulk hawkeye thor like seeing them being brought to life was so fucking sweet seeing thanos being brought to life was so sweet so i think that is just i think that is just a new i i mean i think that is a, a different um appreciation but I, I i really am excited for the next episode like they ended it they end these episodes too abruptly they end them too short and i hate it i really do fucking hate it like this is not okay like we just got the reveal that agatha harkness agnes is agatha harkness and she's a witch and she has magical powers and has been doing something inside this hex we see that Monica Rambeau has finally gotten her powers officially after entering the, uh, the hex After another time where she has to get out. So what is she going to do? <laughs> like she gotta, she's going to have to, to leave too, right? What's going to happen to her after she has to leave again out of the hex. And then this also, this also just the thing, the speculation that this could be something that has to deal with the, the entrance of like the x-men and the fantastic four and mutants and stuff like that like what is this all going to mean you know what i'm saying (laughs) i don't know like i don't even think that it's too much else to talk about really like you know watch the episode for yourself i don't want to just just go off and like tell y'all everything that had to do with the show but i did just kind of reveal the main two things that just happened monica rambeau and agatha harkness you know but yeah really really cool stuff really really cool stuff and I oh my god I'm itching to see next week's episode now now baby but anyway I think I'm gonna end it here actually um I don't think there's anything else that I want to talk about I kind of went off into like a bigger thing than I thought I would I had no idea that I was going to come in here and start talking about like personal issues and stuff like that but I think that you know this is my show and you know it's it's only me here right now. I don't have a co-host, I don't have guests, like and it's right now it's just solely about me and my thoughts. And it was originally called notes. You know, this show was originally called notes before it was called Harley, and with it being called notes, I also had the thought to call it journal. It was always supposed to be something that was supposed to be me venting about my thoughts on certain subjects and certain things. And I'm using it for that. I'm using it for that. And I don't I don't regret. I don't regret coming here and talking about, you know, some of these things that's been on my mind because it really is very helpful for my mental health. Like, and I also want y'all to make, get to know me a little bit better as well. Like, it just, it just was a really fucked up situation that I'm really grateful and really happy that I'm able to, like, get over, you know? Like, I feel like I... I have a good habit of confronting my mental health issues. And instead of going like how um, you know, was just sitting in good trouble, like I watched good trouble as well, episode one uh, season three just came out. But like um when he said, you know, he was trying to figure out a way to go get over his problems when he needed to get go through them. Like I think that I go through my problems instead of just getting over them i'm not a person that like denies my issues and stuff like that like and try to like drink or whatnot to try to get away from the these overarching like these over looming issues and problems that like plague me every day like i would rather just not have them <laughs> i feel like it really is oh oh wait i gotta now i gotta sign off because it's about to end in literally two seconds i gotta make all righty now to end this off to finally end this off Um, like I was saying, I feel like I I do a good job at going through my mental health issues and I think that it's really healthy and I just, I don't want to, I don't want to have to like hold them over my head for the rest of my life. I'd rather just not have the problem of dealing with them. So yeah, with that being said, um, I think that you should as well. whatever by whatever way you need to confront your mental health problems and don't push them away because i guarantee you oh my gosh my nose is so stuffy i guarantee you it's only going to give you problems in the future but with that being said thank you so so much for listening um i'm all right um if you like have any type of concern about being my mental health and stuff like that i'm perfectly fine like these things are in my past these things that i've like gotten over or it's getting over healthily, you know. So if you actually have any type of concern or anything, that it's, you don't need to be concerned. I'm fine. And, um, yeah, I'm really happy right now. You know, I really, I'm really, or I'm not really happy. Let me not say I'm really happy. That would be a lie. But I'm not sad. I'm in a good mood nowadays. I feel like, you know, a lot of good things are coming my way. Pity Street. You know, me being able to sit down and draw and make these podcasts and make content and do the things that I love and be heading towards the bigger things that I love. These are all things that I am happy and grateful for. Like every single one of my supporters on Penny Street on this podcast, everything. Every single person every the artist that I've been able to talk to, the people that I've been able to talk to through Penny Street, y'all are all so fucking awesome. Like it really is just an overall good experience. And I am very grateful. I'm very grateful and I'm very happy. It oh I just said I wasn't gonna say I'm very happy. I'm not very happy, but I'm I'm good. I'm in a good mood. And yeah. With that being said, thank y'all so much for listening. Go follow Penny Street at Penny Street Official. Go follow me at Gary Allen M on Instagram. Um Penny Street Official and Gary Allen M as well on my TikTok on TikTok. You can go check those out as well. I made a TikTok for Penny Street um go copy some valentina by ink thunder merch which you know i guess that's what it is right now until we can get you know better manufacturing and quality um go get you a pd street outfit let me see y'all in the stuff like if y'all if y'all buy stuff like send me pictures i'll post y'all and stuff um yeah thank you for listening once again good afternoon oh wait good morning good afternoon and good night